I'm nice. And I'm naughty. And, and we're, we're both 40. 40. We're going to tell you how it really is. From our perspective. Tune in on Sundays at 2 p.m. As we dish on topics we're sure you can relate to. Welcome to another podcast episode of Nice, Naughty, and 40. If this is your first time listening, you're in for a treat, especially if one of your goals is to purchase or sell a home. Michelle and I have a special guest. Latasha Betts Hewitt, a real estate agent, is with us today, and she's going to give us a little insight on how you can purchase or sell that home. Yes, I think all of the, um, you know, with all the uh, restrictions, more people are being confined to their homes Mm -hmm. for such a long time. You know, many people are considering upgrading or maybe even downgrading. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a feeling that our new listeners will definitely want to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify, Amazon Music, mm. iHeartRadio, and Pandora. That's right. That's Everyone. right. <laughs> you just might want to check us out, you know, check out some of our previous episodes, too, because they were good. Yes, yes. You know, first, Tasha, we just want to thank you for joining us and agreeing to be our special guest on our podcast. You know, we really appreciate your support. So, you know, share a little bit about yourself. What's your background as a real estate agent? Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me. It's a privilege to be here. Um, well, a little bit about me. I am um, a mom. I'm married. I have two daughters. Um, and I kind of came into real estate before I got, before I had my first kid, mm-hmm. my first child, but shortly after I got married. And really, my interest sparked with real estate from watching House Hunters. And I know a lot of oh, people. One of my favorite shows. I love that show. House yes. Hunters and Property yes. Brothers. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. I love them. Yes, I was an avid fan. And so after watching several seasons of it, I said to myself, I can really see myself being that agent, mm-hmm. taking people around and showing them homes and being there when they see the one that fits mm. their needs and being yes. able to share the good news. And so after saying that to myself for uh, a while, I said, you know what? Why am I, Why do I keep saying that? Why, why don't I just go ahead and take the classes and do it? Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I did. And I was very, very grateful that I did that. It's been, it's been a great journey. I, I first started out in real estate 2008. Mm. Um and um, then <laughs> shortly after I got my license, I found out I was pregnant, which was interesting. But um, it, w- it was a great experience. I decided to join a team mm-hmm. to get started so that I can learn from other agents who've mm-hmm. been in the business longer. So that was very helpful for me. Yes, smart. And uh, so I've been doing it for that long. I did take a couple a couple of years off on my children. I had another child and mm-hmm. they were young and a little bit more demanding. <laughs> so I took a couple of years off to concentrate on them and then mm-hmm. I came back and I've okay. been working with real estate ever since. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> Our main demographic is people in their 40s, predominantly women. Um, at this age, many women may already be homeowners, but mm-hmm. some may be renting or have other circumstances or are looking to own a home for the first time. So how about we start there? Um, What general advice do you have for a person looking to purchase a home for the first time? Sure. Um, 
I get this question pretty often. And what I like to start off telling people is, first of all, believe that it's possible because people can get overwhelmed by the thought of owning a home. But if you stay committed that this is what I want and I'm going to pursue it, that's very important in the process. But some practical steps they can take, um, I would say, to save. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. crucial in so many areas you need to have money even if you have a loan where there's no down payment there's still going to be expenses Mm -hmm. associated with you getting a new home whether it's new furniture or moving expenses so it's always good to good to have your savings um pretty full Mm -hmm. also in conjunction with that paying down debt Mm. um, because when you pay down debt that puts you in a better position with your lender yeah. You tend to get better rates uh, for your mortgage, which puts you in a better financial spot. So uh, if you can pay down that debt, then you can get a better rate and more likely to get more, um, be approved for more of, of a home that you probably would want. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you definitely want to include a lender in the process pretty early. Um, you want to know exactly how much home you can afford. Mm. That's so important because some people like, I think I can, I think I can swing Oh, I like these houses. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> if you don't really know what your price range is, you can kind of set yourself up for a lot of disappointment. Yeah. Down yeah. The line. yeah. And I also think it's important to actually write down what you want in a home um, oh. and do the must haves. I tell people, tell me what you have to have, like non-negotiable deal breakers if you don't get this. Mm-hmm. And then the nice to have. Okay. Those things that would be nice, but if you don't get it, like if it's a three car, if it's not a three car garage, you're still interested. Or if you mm-hmm. don't have a walk in closet, you know, it can still work. Okay. Um, and lastly, find a reputable agent. Mm-hmm. Um, part of helping with that process is someone who kind of knows the market and kind of can guide you with some of the questions that you may have and really walk you through each step of the process. Good, good, good. You know, um, something that you said uh, with the like two things with the lender, uh, something that I find is and this is what happened with us is we went through our credit union and we were approved for a really large sum of money. While we're approved, just because we're approved for it didn't necessarily mean not that we couldn't afford it, but that we should go and get that entire, you know, amount. Because uh, I, I feel like sometimes that's what happens, too, is people are like, well, they said I can afford it. They approved me for it. Then they go out and they get this house and they can't purchase any furniture or if anything goes wrong, you know, that's that, you yeah. know. Yeah, we house call that poor. being house poor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I agree. Even if you you're given a certain figure, you don't want to always shoot for the max. Um, you do want to stay somewhere comfortable because if you know your your living style, your lifestyle on paper, it may look like you can afford a certain amount, but you know that you know the rest of the money goes to you all eating out on a regular basis. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, even though you get that number from the lender, it's still important to consider your lifestyle and how you like to spend money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I even saw there. Um, one of the things that we used, there was a, uh, like you were saying, write things down. There's these really cool apps where I can click off stuff. I'm telling you, I was like going through the house, like where you can um, say, cause certain things you don't even think about, like how many outlets are in this room. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you ever like, dang, I didn't realize it was just one outlet uh-huh. in the living room. <laughs> right. Yes. Even where it is in the, in the rooms. Like, exactly. well, I want the TV to go over here, but there's no outlet over here. There's mm-hmm. no yeah. over here. And are you willing yeah. to pay an electrician to put that in? <laughs> exactly. I'm going through that now. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. I, I didn't realize that. And it's the things you don't think about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You know, Michelle, um, she mentioned that some people are already homeowners. But, you know, of course, there's many instances uh, when people decide it's time to purchase a new home, you know, um, whether, you know, it's a current home and they still have an existing mortgage or it's paid off, you know, Um what advice do you have for some people who are saying, you know what, I want to prepare to sell my existing home and get the highest profit so that they're able to get that new home? Yes, gotcha. I want to hear this. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, thing I, I like to share with people is prepare to sell your home before you're ready to sell your home. And what I mean by that is, once you become a homeowner, commit to doing periodic upgrades to your house, whether mm-hmm. it's changing the flooring or keeping the paint updated or, or updating your appliances, um, because that helps you when you are ready to sell to already be in a pretty good position mm-hmm. where you can get top dollar because mm-hmm. you're making, you know, Im- improvements along the way, as opposed to having to dish out 20000 or $30,000 at one time to bring your your house up to speed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's key. Make it a gradual process. Even yes. if you think you're going to be in that home forever, still continue to make certain upgrades. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, um, sometimes, you know, you don't have the money. You can't make a lot of big upgrades, but you can do something as small as painting mm-hmm. your home. Um, that can really give your whole home a facelift and you can get more money, um, more bang for your buck there. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, you know, we tend to encourage people to do like neutral tones so that people can envision, you know, what they would like mm-hmm. there. Um, but sometimes you may want to be trendy. You may want to check out what's trending, some colors that are trending and um, paint your house accordingly. Mm-hmm. And, and at that point, when you're ready to sell, you have to let go that this is not going to be your house anymore. So yeah. you know, it may not be your style. Yeah. You're preparing yourself for the next um, seller. So you want to make sure you do that. And of course, once mm-hmm. again, you want to find an agent that can make sure your house gets out there on the market and people are seeing it and, and bringing traffic to the, your home. That's very important. I know some people do for sale by owner, mm-hmm. which isn't a horrible thing, but you're just not going to get the same amount of yeah. exposure as you mm-hmm. would if you're on a multiple listing service, which um, agents can provide. Um, so those are some of the major things we're mm-hmm. selling too, and kind of knowing um, knowing what you want to get out of it, meaning, you know, you have that balance left on your mortgage, um, mm-hmm. assessing, is it r- the right time for me to sell? If I sell right now, will I come out with enough money to really position yeah. me to purchase the next home? Mm-hmm. Or maybe mm-hmm. I should wait a few more years to get a little bit more equity before I, I go forward. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a lot to consider. Um, but you know, the main things, like I said, I, I would say, keep it upgraded so you can get top dollar mm-hmm. and, um, find an agent who can help get your house out there and uh, I think you'll be good to go. Okay. Do you, for do you think there's, yeah, so. yeah that's what I was going to say. Is there um, uh, like when I th- we were talking about house hunters uh, earlier and like, you know, mm-hmm, I guess property mm-hmm. brothers and things. If a person says, okay, uh, I didn't do what you said to do in terms of upgrading all along, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I do have some change on the side where I can invest into my existing home. Cause I just want to move. 
what would you say is the go-to? Like, you know, you always hear, like, you ever go yes. into a house and you're like, oh, it's nice, but I don't like the, you know, that it doesn't yeah. have an upgraded bathroom or whatever. Yeah, like, what would you, what did you notice that people are, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Kitchens and bathrooms yes. sell homes. Those are the yes. places where people spend the most time or quality time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even with my husband, when we were looking, it was all about the bathroom for him, believe it or not. If, if he didn't feel like the bathroom was spacious <laughs> enough or... Mm-hmm that um you know we could both have our space in and he wasn't interested mm-hmm. and the same thing with kitchens for most ladies who like to cook mm-hmm. and kind of have the family together in the kitchen having that space or granite countertops or stainless steel appliances those make a difference and those are the things yes. that buyers look for first mm-hmm. so if you're going to make any type of upgrades i would start with um something like that your bathrooms and your kitchens mm-hmm. making sure oh. those are up you have me excited. I'm going to be ready for you soon. I'm just waiting for my husband to come because I don't want to buy another house. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I have, I guess from watching those shows, I have done all of those things like upgrade my kitchen, my bathroom. Okay. I actually used to have my living room was like a nice orange color, but I'm like past that now. So I, I just did it gray, like a neutral, mm-hmm. you know, Crazy. so I'm like, I'm, I'm getting into that. I'm glad to hear. I'm like, okay, I can, I'm checking things off. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm just waiting for the husband and then... The don't wait for that husband. <laughs> Get that house on your own. I don't want to buy another house. I want it to be our house. <laughs> no, I hear you. If that's, if that's close by, that's cool. But I'm going to tell you, you know, if there's something you really want, I don't. I advise people not to wait for something necessarily. Well, yeah. so as long as you're happy there. If you're happy there, that's yeah. one thing. So. I have my house. So that's why I'm like, I, no, I don't want to buy another house by myself. I want to... I got you. So, mm-hmm. but you know, um, I'm sure as far as like, um, well, we are sure that you've seen and heard many successes and missteps when it comes to purchasing homes. Uh, what might be the um, top five missteps you've seen buyers or um, with sellers? Well, some of them I kind of alluded to one for buyers when they start looking for homes before they know how much they can afford. I mm-hmm. mean, it's such a uh, it's such a huge letdown to yeah. go to certain neighborhoods and already <laughs> feel like you're ready to move in only to be told, yeah, you can only afford half of that. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of buyers don't recover from that time of disappointment, like mm-hmm. when they start to really see what they can afford. Um, and so that's why I say start off <laughs> getting a realistic picture so that you don't become despondent in the home search process. I so. can see that being me. <laughs> Tanya, doesn't that sound like me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you know, you I watch have... enough of those shows and you're yeah, like, but... oh, I can afford it. And they're like, uh, no. And you're just going to be like the yeah. Property Brothers episode <laughs> Tasha's going to take you. And you uh, no, yeah. this is what you can afford. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> yeah. What they call it, I have, a sh- I have champagne taste on a bare budget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in different areas, you know, when you're yeah. looking at the location, different yeah. areas have different price ranges. So you may yeah. think, oh, they can afford this. And then in your county or your area, that type of house goes for so much um, more. So mm-hmm. you don't want to set yourself up for the disappointment. Yeah. The other thing, too, I found because that, that's what buys with sellers. I've shown enough homes where when I walk in there with my clients, I'm looking around like, did you guys know we were coming? Because <laughs> it 
is not clean. Like it wasn't mm. even a no attempt to even put things back in place. And I think that's a huge mistake. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm one of those people. I'm deterred by clutter. So as soon as I walk in the house and if, if it feels dirty or congested, it just has a bad yeah. feel for me. Yeah. There's some people who can look past that. And that's probably what the seller's thinking. Simple. They can just look past that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no one wants to look past your dirty laundry. And, no. and you know, that's a simple thing that you can do to make a, a good impression on a potential seller. Just mm-hmm. clean up a little bit. And if that's yeah. not your forte, hire somebody, mm-hmm. you know, just to spruce it up for the showing period. So that's a mistake mm-hmm. I see that is an easy fix. And I hope those who are listening um, take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. The other thing, and this goes for sellers and buyers, having unrealistic expectations and not being willing to budge. Um, sometimes on the buyer side, you know, they have these standards that like, like we said before, don't necessarily match their budget, uh, but they're just adamant that they want to wait for this particular home. And at some point you have to come to the reality of <laughs> what your situation is and what you mm-hmm. can afford. Yeah. And then on the seller side, you know, they may have a figure that they absolutely want this number and they may get great offers, but if it's not that specific number, they're not willing to even entertain mm. that. And so on both sides of real estate, you have to have some level of flexibility. You can't be too rigid um, because it's just not how it works. I mean, it's you know, there's compromise on both sides. So that, that's something. Um, and then overpricing. Um, the same thing with sellers. Sometimes they just want top dollar. Everyone feels like their house is the best one on the yeah. street. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. And that's, that's that's not always the reality. <laughs> and so you saw that the house down the street sold for this amount. So you think yours can sell for $10,000 over that mm-hmm. when in all reality, they have a finished basement, they have granite countertops, mm-hmm. they have hardwood floors throughout, and none of that applies to your house. <laughs> so it's like you, you have to be realistic and make sure your price point is something that's not going to have your your house sitting on the market forever yeah. because no one thinks it's that valuable. Do you help um, with do you help with that? Like will you tell like you know in a gentle way because you're like they're yeah. your client so at the same time you know yeah. you got to hold them with kid gloves and you're like well I don't want to lose them as a client but at the same time <laughs> I need to tell them listen. Right. <laughs> yeah, I I do and and that's the thing usually with my clients I work with them to, to set the price that we both agree on. Okay. Because one, it's going to be on me to defend that price to the mm-hmm. other agent. So I need to make sure it's something that's reasonable. Um, and with the other person, they need to be comfortable knowing that this is what I'm going to end up with at the end of this transaction. Okay. And so, yeah, I do work with, but there's some agents who let their, their buyers set, I mean, their sellers set the price and that gets everyone in trouble. And if they if not not willing to budge, then it sits there on the market. And the longer your house sits on the market, the mm. longer you know the more undesirable it becomes to those who are searching for homes. Because mm-hmm. everyone thinks, hey, why is it why? Been on the market? Mm-hmm. For three months? Mm-hmm. Something must be wrong if no one else wanted it. Mm-hmm. So um, that and last, kind of I've kind of already said it. Using the wrong agent. I mean, sometimes people mm-hmm. stick with agents because they started with them and they just want to see it out. Um, but it's not working out. <laughs> they don't hear from the agent. You know, they they don't have lines of communication where they're moving along mm-hmm. in the process. And that's not great. You know, you if you're not getting the type of service that you need, you have the option to, because, you know, we do sign contracts and working yeah. with individuals, but you do have the option to um, ask to be released 
from the contract so that, you know, to say this is not working out, I don't think I want to continue and possibly go with someone else. So don't 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 stick with a bad agent just because you're you don't want to hurt their feelings or you feel like you're obligated. That's, never do that. That's mm-hmm. good stuff. Now, I was in a nail salon actually today and overheard um, the lady next to me saying that she was looking at, you know, looking for houses and. I was shocked at what she said. She said that she was walking and, you know, looking at the house. They was loving it. They go into the kitchen and a cat jumped on her and was holding on her sweater. Mm. Scared the all hell out of her. <laughs> and it's just like, she's like, I don't want that house. Like, cause it's like, it's scary yeah, to her. Feeling. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you Who would think the that cat people in would. The house? Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I remember well, when we were it going was lived the house in, and there but was you a, would, you know, yeah, you would think or it's lived in, but you would think they would put the animal away or something, mm-hmm. you know, like, but it like jumped on her and she said it was holding, her yeah. sweater was like ripped and they, uh, they yeah. was laughing well, like, probably, oh my God, it was a yeah. yeah, they probably figured they knew the mannerism of the cat, the owners yeah. that is, and probably said, yeah. oh, you know, he or she usually just sits there and, you know, <laughs> and not, not, not today. Not stranger comes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and there are times where agents will put that in like the showing mm-hmm. notes. They'll say, there is a cat, please don't let the cat out or something um but that's another thing that brings up another thing that i didn't think about um when showing a home one of the things that makes my clients uncomfortable is when the seller is just like sitting in the house yes Um, so if you are (laughs) if you're selling your home please find a way to be discreet if you can i mean you know there's a pandemic going on a lot of people are at home but you Mm -hmm. can find a way to be in a basement Yeah, so yeah. You're just sitting there or following us around oh. at home, it makes the the buyer feel so uncomfortable. Um, and every time I do that, every time I have a showing where the seller is there, the buyer is so anxious to leave because they almost feel like they're intruding upon somebody mm-hmm. else's space. Yeah. So if possible, I, I would tell sellers try, try not to be there. I mean, mm. I know every seller feels like they they're the only ones who can sell their home. They're the only ones who can point out the great features. But no, that's why we're there to kind of. Um, assist in that process mm-hmm. now is, are those instances when you're helping the buyer or you're helping the seller or you've seen it on both ends i i've seen it uh, more so with the me helping the buyer gotcha. and walking to a situation where i'm p- prepared to share the show the home but the seller comes up and is like oh let come on you guys let me show like they're showing I made some cookies <laughs> And sellers tend to probably say more than they should. Mm-hmm. Like they think they're helping the process, but mm-hmm. don't worry know. about that that water stain over there. <laughs> yeah, that was a exactly. leak. We got that fixed. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well, my grandkids come here every every summer, and when they come, they do this, that, and the other. And it's like, hmm, <laughs> what hidden damage might be here? Because mm-hmm. you share that information. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> you know, um, though we're nice, naughty, and 40, we do have some younger listeners too. And, you know, some of them, they may actually be financially stable, yet they're not sure if purchasing a home is the best move for them. As a realtor, do you have any advice for people who might just be straddling the fence and they're trying to determine if it's the right time for them? Yes. Um, you know, I was one of those people. I remember my early 20s. I decided this was even before I got married. I want to buy a home. You know, I was one of those. People, I don't want to waste my money paying rent. You know, I don't want to throw my hard earned money away. <laughs> yeah. um, and so even though I wasn't making much at the time, I was actually I think still a grad student. I went ahead and 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 applied and I saw that it was possible. 
and that's the thing. Um, a lot of times people are like, oh, I'll wait till I'm married or mm-hmm. I'll wait till I'm in my 30s or 40s. That's, you know, that's a bit too much of an adult thing to do. Um, but now is the time. <laughs> and particularly now with the interest rates being where they are, um, you're going to be able to have a lower mortgage payment mm-hmm. simply because probably less than you, what you're paying for rent right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can get your mindset in terms of I'm going to be paying this amount anyway, may as well pay it towards something that I own and can build equity on and later down the line can sell and get more money to get my dream home if that's mm-hmm. the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like I said in the beginning, you know, keep saving, um, keep paying down that debt or not acquiring debt. When you're young, you still have that ability to make the choice that I'm not going to go into to debt, consumer debt. And you just, you're starting to manage your money well and, and save money. But now is the time. You mm-hmm. know, I always tell people there is no right time. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you want to make sure your finances are, are where they need to be. But especially right now, you know, people thought that this pandemic was going to like terrorize the real estate market. Not at all. It's mm. been on fire. Yes. <laughs> on fire. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, it hasn't stopped. As a matter of fact, it's sped up a little bit, believe it yeah. or not. Um, yeah. And nice. It's time. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Up. With that being, like, have you noticed that, because uh, I know before I read an article about millennials not wanting to own because they want to mm-hmm. be able to up and go. Has it been a change in that since the you pandemic? Know, it's it's funny. Um, I, I've recently, you know, we have to take courses as real estate agents to kind of keep us abreast of trends. And that was one of the surprising ones for me. You know, as you mm. get older, you know, I'm in my 40s now, too. And so you're like, wow, people think that way. But yes, um, <laughs> There are those who are college graduates who who feel like home ownership is not something that they see happening within the next 10 to, 10 to 20 years of their lives. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it has to do with them wanting to have that freedom and, and going around from place to place. Um, even as married couples, even with those things that we were using as markers years ago, you know, they just don't feel like it's important. Um, <laughs> and, and that is a trend that we're seeing. Um, however, there's always that group of people who um, their, their parents have taught them certain principles yeah. and they know they have in mind, I'm going to be a homeowner. I'm going to do it as young as possible. I'm going to mm-hmm. even have investment properties nice. because they, they, you know, they're business minded and they're really financially savvy. Yeah. So we do see that trend, but it's not across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think also like even Good. like you were mentioning with the pandemic, and I hate to say it this way, but I think that. Uh, one of the reasons it's probably booming, whether you know, regardless of age, <laughs> is because some people are like, "Listen, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I can't live with you for one more minute. I need another. <laughs> I need a house. Yes. I gotta yeah. get out of here." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or not even that, but I think, but you know, seriously though, if you, you know, um, people who they have a swimming pool and they're like, "Well, hey, I can still kind of, you know, like during the summer, they can still like kind of spread out and live their life." Where other people mm-hmm. are like, you know, if I'm living in a row home or whatever, or I'm living in an apartment, and you start thinking, you know what, I need space. You know, mm-hmm. I need to be able Quality to spread out, you know, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. And, and even, even, you know, there were certain hot spots like New Jersey for a while was a big hot spot. Mm. Um, 
before the pandemic. And so people were leaving. They were selling their homes in New Jersey and going to other parts of the country where the pandemic was. I mean, it was like a life or death type type of um, mm. um, wow. fleeing going on. Wow. And so we saw a lot of that. But also what you described, people wanting to move in homes that were more conducive to them actually being at home for the majority of the time. Things for mm-hmm. the kids to do that didn't require mm-hmm. them to go out to the public pool was foreclosed. So yeah, mm-hmm. a pandemic did... Um, incite something for different reasons probably than we've ever seen but once again those interest rates were also <laughs> pretty low mm-hmm. so yes. people are like now's the time to use that those <laughs> stimulus checks for my yep. down payment <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. get that house yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks so much for joining us yes. and offering our listeners and us some solid advice about real estate tasha yes my we would love to have you on another podcast in the future yes um, that would be great. Um, because I'm I'm gonna be even more ready then. <laughs> in the meantime, to our listeners interested in getting some insight or possibly selling or buying a home, check out Tasha's Facebook page. It's Latasha Hewitt Homes, or visit her website at Latasha. Uh, we'll have it in on our webpage, Latasha Great, great, great. Yes, thank you again, Tasha. Thanks so much. You know, so with each episode, we always end with a motivational quote. And I actually found one uh, by uh, Steve Jobs, which is quite fitting for our discussion on real estate. So I thought I would share that. Uh, If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. Tasha, what's this quote mean to you? Um, You know, well, in terms of real estate, I feel like this is something that I'm constantly kind of saying to my buyers. Um, You know, after looking at 10, 20 homes, sometimes people just want to give up. Maybe it's not my time. Maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. I need to wait and always tell them, um, no, don't don't give up. Don't Mm -hmm. settle, but don't give up, meaning Mm -hmm. it's okay to keep looking and when you find what you want, it will be worth whatever time frame it took to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that same goes with um, feeling like you got to rush into something um, just because you want to find a home. That That's not the case. Wait for what you want mm-hmm. and don't give up. Um, and like like we all said, that can apply to everything in life. Yes. Not just real mm-hmm. estate. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that's kind of what that quote. Good, good. How, how about you, Michelle? Um, like we were saying, this means to me, don't settle. Um, you know, we all sometimes feel, uh, okay, like this is, this is okay, but, um, you're not a hundred percent with it. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm appreciative with what I have, but why settle? Just like Mm -hmm. with me, I would say, I'm not guy crazy, but like, you know, you may meet somebody like, Oh, he's okay. You're not really (laughs) feeling like him, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling him like that, but you're like, Oh, he got got a nice smile. (laughs) Yeah, Let me be grateful (laughs) for what I have. And it's like, you're settling, you Mm -hmm. know, why settle? Just, just keep, Keep searching until you find mm-hmm. true happiness. That's what everything with your career, your your relationships and, and a home, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have to have a patient uh, real estate agent, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Tanya? <laughs> well, I think you both said exactly what I was thinking about how uh, this applies to everything in life, you know, from searching to, you know, searching for a house, significant other, a job, you name it. I mean, I think oftentimes we're either quick to settle 
or we're not willing to look at the big picture and imagine what could be because sometimes it's not a matter it's not that you're you know settling but your vision your tunnel vision and you're not looking at oh you know what we could change this out or and then everything would be exactly how we want it and it's just one you know modification that you might need to do i mean even when something may seem perfect or not ideal i think we have to look at if it's long term and you want to make the right decision and not settle because i think that's something too if it's long term you certainly don't want to settle and i figure <laughs> to quote swv in one of their songs from the 90s <laughs> use your heart and not your mind well you know mm-hmm. um use it Use your mind just a little bit too. <laughs> so if he's missing teeth, don't you know? I, 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 I can get it fixed. Yeah, I can get yeah. it fixed. So yeah. I mean, yeah. is that settling? You know? Hey, mm-hmm. it, settling is here. settling is in the eyes of the beholder. Right? Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Until next time, whatever you do, live your best life by loving yourself.